News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. I'm going to turn to the news that supplies of more than 160 vital drugs are dangerously low. Pharmacy unions have voiced increasing concern uh, that uh, this could pose a serious risk to patients forced to switch or even come off their meds. Uh, we're joined by uh, Katie Marr, uh, Chair of the PCC Committee of the Irish Pharmacy Union. Um, uh, sorry, Cathy, uh, how concerned are you, Cathy, at, at the supply issues? Good morning, Shane. For example, last week from my two wholesalers, there are only two drugs wholesalers, uh, mainline wholesalers in, in Ireland, I got emails with hundreds of medicines that are on an allocation basis. And for those medicines where they're not entirely in short supply, I know that I'll only be allocated a certain amount that will do me for one month. And when they run out, they run out. So we're at a stage in practice where I'm rationing some medicines. For some people, I have to give them a certain amount and hopefully can try and source from somewhere else. Or if I don't have their particular strength, I might have to double up in other strengths or try and switch a brand. It's been really stressful for pharmacists, but more so stressful for patients and their families. We're spending hours every week trying to source medicines that are completely unavailable and trying to go back to prescribers and go with alternatives. We're either going with alternative medication or perhaps we have to source an unlicensed medicine, which is something that isn't licensed for use in Ireland, but is licensed for use in other countries. So there are there are grave, grave issues going on. It's causing undue stress for patients and um, time-intensive work for pharmacists. Their, their clinical skills could be spent better dealing with patients and their health concerns. I'm sure, I'm sure. Uh, are, are these pretty regular drugs? Will, will people know the drugs we're talking about here? A lot of them are very, very regular drugs. So we had a serious paracetamol shortage for a long time. Um, we also had oral ibuprofen that I couldn't dispense on any state schemes for quite a number of weeks. Um, people would know that and as a without prescription available as Nurofen or, or just a simple analgesic. But it came to a head for me as a, as a pharmacist when I had a palliative care patient who needed those medicines and I couldn't give them to them in, in solid form. Um, there are solutions, there are things that we can do to mitigate this. So regardless of any particular drug, there's 160 definite shortages and a greater number, as I said, hundreds on allocation basis. And the, the problems for this are often down to raw ingredients, supply chain issues, uh, Brexit could be a problem. It's all a worsening problem and it allows, it leads to increased exempt or unlicensed medicine use. But the, the, the problems are greater, but we can address them through some solutions. Uh, and, and those solutions being? We would ask that the HPRA, that we do work closely with the HPRA to manage shortages, um, but that we work with them closely and also with manufacturers that if a medicine is going to become short, and we saw a crisis there as HRT hit crisis point in, in April and May of this year, but to give pharmacists as much notice as possible of potential drug shortages and the expected duration. Currently, I'm telling some patients that it could be six to eight weeks for a particular painkiller to be reimbursed again by the state. When I have a realistic expectation, we can manage that, we can rationalise. But when it's ongoing, such as um, injectable adrenaline for a patient that could potentially have life-threatening anaphylaxis, that's a real stress and worry. So we'd ask for as much notice as possible of potential shortages and the expected duration or expected return to, to supply. We'd ask the government to introduce something that's seen successfully in other countries, such as the UK, a serious shortage protocol. And what that does is allows pharmacists to use their expertise in medicines to switch 
when a medicine is unavailable to an alternative, not necessarily to a different strength of that medicine, but perhaps to one within the drug class. So maybe one blood blood pressure tablet to another to do a safe and effective switch. And pharmacists are the experts in medicine, so that's how we can play our key role there. And then when we need to use an unlicensed medicine, that we ask the HSE to rapidly reimburse that. That isn't payable usually by the state for patients with a medical card or on any of the state drug schemes. We ask that alternative be paid for by the state. Cathy Marr, a chair of the PCC Committee of the Irish Pharmacy Union, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning.